Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes football team. Did you see what he did this past weekend? Did you see his team beat the TCU Horned Frogs, a team that was in the national championship of the college football playoff last year? They went into Fort Worth, Texas and beat the TCU Horned Frogs. The Colorado Buffaloes did that. They were 21 and a half point underdogs, but the Colorado Buffaloes and head coach Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and all his players went in and upset the TCU Horn Frogs. He did what he said he was going to do. Coach Prime did what he said he was going to do. And I'll be honest, Coach Prime, when he was talking and his pre preseason hype and this post-game conference, it actually reminded me a little bit of the promises of God and Jesus in the Bible. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. If you're freaking out, pause. I can explain. I'll explain what I mean when I say that when Coach Prime was talking, he was reminding me a little bit of God. Not that he is God, but that he reminded me a little of God. Okay, I'll get into that. So stay tuned because I'm going to get into that. But first, a little background. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Who is he if you don't know who he is? Deion Sanders is one of the greatest football players of all time. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time. He was a football player, Hall of Famer. He played baseball at the same time. He's the only person to ever score a touchdown and hit a home run in the World Series in the same weekend. It's absolutely unfathomable his level of athletic achievement. Um, He's known for being confident, brash, and like, you know, being confident in what he says to people. He was like that as a player. Some people thought he was cocky. Some people thought he was too full of himself, but he was always true to himself. Coach Prime was as a player, always true to himself. And as a coach is true to himself now. Okay. He retired from football a few years ago and got into coaching, started at youth levels in Texas and always and has always shown a great passion for uh, kids and youth. When a lot of people maybe, you know, look at the youth and say, hey, whatever, you know, we got better, bigger things to worry about. Coach Prime's always dove into shaping young men through football. He goes and gets a head coaching job at Jackson State at HBCU, a historical black college where a lot of big time coaches and players do not go. HBCUs. Coach Prime went there and he brought the Jackson State program back up to national prominence and they had an incredible run for a few years where they won a lot of games, brought a lot of attention, brought a lot of money, a lot of help, and a lot of um, you know, resources to the university and the, um, the program itself. He gets a head coaching job at Colorado University. Go Buffs! Buffaloes, Boulder, Colorado, Coach Prime makes his debut. Now, all along the way in his in his uh, playing career, all along the way in his coaching career, Coach Prime has always had a lot of doubters, a lot of haters, a lot of naysayers, people always responding to the way he carries himself. If you've ever seen an interview with Coach Prime, if you've ever seen him talk, the guy is confident. I mean, the guy is swaggy, but he's confident. The way that Deion Sanders talks about life, talks about God, talks about shaping young men, talks about football, talks about character. I mean, it, it'll have, it has me trying to run through a brick wall. I mean, sometimes I have to, you know, ice my knees up and do a few push-ups because I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Coach Prime needs a 33-year-old to, uh, you know, come, 
you know, come on his staff or maybe even take a few snaps. I don't know. That's that, that's up to Coach Prime. It's up to Deion Sanders. But, like, he absolutely gets me motivated, his players motivated, and he does it very confidently. And a lot of people have a lot to say because he draws attention to himself. He is a lightning rod for how he carries himself, what he thinks about life, what he thinks about coaching. He has a very particular point of view, and it rubs people the wrong way sometimes. So when Deion Sanders, Coach Deion Sanders, gets to Colorado, he says to his team, he says to the program, he says to the athletic department, he says to the national media, hey, basically, I'm cleaning house. This team last year was 1-11, lost by 35 points on average a game. I'm cleaning house. I'm going to bring in transfers. I'm going to bring in my players from Jackson State. We're going to shape up this program. Okay, that rubbed people a lot. Of, that rubbed people the wrong way. That people said, "Hey, you shouldn't do that." Even though he could do that, he's allowed to do that. It's legal. It's all you know, transfer portal. That's a part of college sports now to be able to transfer right into a different program. That's all legal. He also then built up the character of the players and the program. You know, no flip flops, no slides on college campuses. Practice, you have to wear dark black socks. Um, no music in meetings. You can't wear headphones around campus. You have to wear Colorado. Um, Colorado clothes when you're walking around campus for your player. I mean, that's like intense. That's, those are rules. I mean, I, I played college basketball and we had a lot of good rules. You know, we had to show up to class, be on time for everything. It was, if you were late for, um, you know, practice, that was, that was a big deal. You could not be late. So we had rules, but we did not, you know, we were allowed to wear, you know, whatever we wanted, I guess, to class, even though half the time we wore Seton Hall stuff, our college stuff, but like, you know, Rules are an important part of a college college program, and Coach Deion Sanders is taking these like taking these to the heights. Like he's taking them, you know, to the top, saying like, "Hey, we're going to shape up this program, and we're going to build the character of men outside of the fo- football field." Coach Prime says, "I care about the character of these young men. And I care about how they're shaped as young men. And I care about how they're carrying themselves around campus and how they're representing themselves." Colorado program. And each other when they walk around campus. So he has rules. All right. So that's what he did. So we're going to shape it up. And all along the way, he kept saying this, this, uh, this catchphrase. Not, I'm not going to do it any justice. But all throughout last spring and all throughout summer, Coach Prime kept saying this catchphrase. He kept saying, we coming. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I, I actually felt pretty good saying that. I actually felt, mm, I felt I felt powerful saying that. I don't even know where we're going, but we coming. Ooh, that feels that feels good to say that, Coach Prime. Gosh, you got, I mean, I'm with you, Coach. We coming. And he kept saying that to people. We coming. And it was this kind of announcement to media, to coaches, to the whole college football world that this program, this Colorado Buffaloes football program, is not the same team as we were last year. We're different. New players, new characters, new character, new whole pro. Everything is shifted and we come in. Now, people thought this was a lot of talk. People thought, okay, this is a lot of talk. Coach Prime just bringing attention to himself. It's always about Coach Prime, Coach Prime, Coach Prime. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, like this team isn't any good. He's just trying to get, you know, endorsements for his players. He's just trying to get attention. He's, you know, he's just trying to be clickbaity in what he's saying. And Coach never, Coach Dion never let that affect him. He always just kept talking about keeping the standard of character at the program, you know, keeping everyone to a high standard. 
not letting anybody, um, you know, fall for that standard. So like Coach Prime was very high standard for his coaches and his players. He actually benched his son, who was the quarterback at when they were at Jackson State. He benched his son because he was late for a practice. So he benched his own son and said, that's the rules. Sorry, you, if I said you, you're benched if you miss a practice. So he had to bench his own son. And he said, I was painful, but the standard is the standard. So Coach Prime didn't listen to the naysayers, didn't listen to the haters, kept his team focused on what they can control, being in control of the controllables, building character, you know, practicing hard, being, you know, being high quality and just being focused on winning games. He kept saying, we coming. So, you know, I've been talking for a few minutes about college football and Deion Sanders, where where does this, how does this fall into what I said about how, like, he reminded me a little bit of God. Okay. Coach Prime goes into TCU football stadium, the TCU football stadium game, game one, week one of the season. And they're underdogs and they beat them. And at the press conference and afterwards, he kept saying, I knew we were going to beat TCU, everyone said we weren't going to. We were over 21 and a half point underdogs. Everyone said we couldn't. I knew we would. I told y'all. I told y'all that we were going to go in there and win. And he's super inspirational. I know. I don't know about any of y'all. Like, he maybe he rubs you the wrong way. I love Coach Dion. I love Coach Prime. I'm all in on the Colorado Buffaloes program. I am all in on Coach Prime. I I mean, he inspires me and he is a man of faith. And he talks about the Bible. He talks about um, how, you know, God, how he keeps his life focused on God and how the things of the world, money, fame, power mean nothing besides his relationship with God and his family. So that also inspires me because I'm like, all right, this is a man of faith. This is a guy who's on our side of, you know, our side of the, the faith world. He's, you know, like wants the Christian uh, life to be known, wants God's name to be known. So that's also why I'm in on him. I'm all in on him. And, you know, besides for the fact that, you know, I'm all in on him and I, I love the way that he coaches and he inspires me. When he was talking about, and he kept saying, I told y'all, and he kept saying, we're here now. I told y'all we coming, we're here now. When he kept saying that, it reminded me about God and what, how God keeps his promises. God always keeps his promises. He's kept his promises through the Bible. We see that, how covenants were made. He keeps his promises and how he then repays everything back to us. God always keeps his promises to us. And he's always going to lead us through turbulent waters. And something on my heart recently has been like, I've had this kind of uh, like impatience in like God's promises in my life. I think because I've had a lot of new responsibilities, you know, job, wife, kids, a new pregnancy that's happened to me or, you know, to my wife, but I'm, I'm very involved. I felt a lot of responsibility, a lot of the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I felt very impatient on God's promises to me. And one thing that I've kind of kept coming back to is that God is a God who keeps his promises. When God says we come in, He's always one day going to say, I'm here now. And so when Coach Prime was talking about this, like, you know, we're here now. Oops, sorry about that. For, for those watching, I just hit my 
my microphone for those listening, just hit my microphone. So we're back in it right now. So when Coach Prime was talking about that, it reminded me of God keeping his promises. God always says to us, I told you. I told y'all I was going to do this. And it, it can be really hard when you're on the journey for me to see where God is taking me. It can be really hard to trust that God has these good things that he's promising me, good things in my life, because I can get impatient. I can get impatient with how long one of God's promises is taking. I can get impatient with, you know, where God's even taking me. I say, God, I want to go here. I want to, you know, I want to have a little more money. I want to have a little more control of my work. I want to have, you know, more control of, uh, I want, I want a house. I want a house. I want a bigger house. I want a nicer car. I want a second car. I want some more money that I can put in savings. Um, I want to have a career path forward. I want to know that what I'm going to be doing with my career in five, 10, 20 years. And I want all these things. And God is promising me that if I seek his heart, he will repay me, repay us times 10. Like in Matthew, the book of Matthew, when he says like, seek first the kingdom and all of these things shall be given unto you. Seek first the kingdom. So I have felt a lot of this, like having, like not worrying about the outcomes of my, of God's promises, not worrying about the outcomes of my life, but I'm really trying to focus on the journey and trusting that God is leading me and God will keep his promises. And it can be hard in, in turbulent waters. It can be hard on in early mornings. It can be hard when I'm tired and when I'm drained and when I'm exhausted and when I have to come home and, you know, do things, you know, do the my husband duties or do my fatherly duties, the things I need to do, I have to do. It can be hard when I'm tired. It can be really hard when I'm exhausted. But these are this is seeking the kingdom of heaven. This is what I need to do when I'm seeking the kingdom of heaven. And so when I know God is bringing me somewhere in the future and it's somewhere great and what I then task to do every day is to be holy every day, love those around me every day, trust that God is going to be there, love my wife, love my kids, you know, pray, stay close, stay close to the sacraments. God's asking me to do all these things and I can get impatient about the outcomes. I can get impatient about God's promises. I want to see the results right now. So something I've been brought to in prayer is kind of this idea that God always keeps his promises to you, to, to you and to me. God is always going to keep his promises. And when, when times are really, really tough, that's when that voice in the back of our head, our heads and our hearts and our souls, we hear God saying, we coming, me, the angels, the saints, everyone, we coming to help you. The Calvary is actually coming. So if you're sad right now, if you're depressed, if you're out of a job, if you're having a tough time in a relationship, if you're struggling with addiction, if you are feeling like you're alone in your life, if you feel like no one understands you, if you have no friends, if you have no, nothing to tap into, if you're feeling like you're aimless, if, you feel, if you're feeling like you're putting too much time into your career, if you're feeling like you've made the wrong career choice, if you're feeling like you're not smart enough, if you're feeling like you're not good enough for people in your life, if you're feeling all of these feelings that can be lies, those can be loud. Those voices can be loud. But let's understand that there's one voice that's always going to be louder than that, that should be louder, that we have to really listen to, that we have to hear in the background that says, we come in. 
And then one day he's going to look at us. He's going to look at you. He's going to look at me. And he's going to say, I told y'all. I told y'all I was bringing you somewhere else. You were praying to get through the turbulent waters. You were praying to get through the storm. I brought you through the storm because God always keeps his promises. So like, it was really funny for me to, to see coach prime talk about all these things and hear the, you know, the, uh, the, the post-game conferences and all the reactions and people, oh, Dion's this way or Dion's that way or Dion's great, Dion's bad, all these things. And But hearing Coach Prime's words kept reminding me of the fact that God is doing that for us. God is standing before all of us and he's saying, I'm bringing you somewhere. I'm helping shape you. I'm leading you to where you need to go. Because that's another great part of Coach Dion is that He's shaping these young men. He's saying, I've done it before. I've been there. I've been to the height of athletic achievement. I'm going to help bring you there. And so, you know, they trust Deion Sanders. They trust Coach Prime. I want to make sure that I'm trusting God, like the God of all, God, the King of Kings. You know, I want to run through a brick wall for Coach Prime, but like, I want to make sure that I'm doing that for God, that I can listen to God's voice and respond to his voice and feel inspired and like, I can run through a brick wall for what he has for me. Now, yeah, playing football, it's, you know, playing sports, that's pretty, that's pretty nice to get hyped up for. And um, sometimes the daily little things aren't as exciting as playing sports. But that's why it's always good for me to remember that these things that I do every day that is seeking the kingdom of God is part of the process and part of the journey of where God is bringing me and where he is promising to bring me and promising the good things in life. And so when, because when God says something and he promises, he always does it. When God promises something to us, he always does it. So let's make sure to, you know, stay close to the heart of God, stay close to the heart of Christ, because that's a guy who always comes through and will always say, I told y'all I was bringing you through the hard times. I told y'all I was bringing you through the storm. I told y'all I was going to bring you through to the promised land. That guy, Jesus, is the one who's going to do that for us always. We need to trust, stay close to him, that he's going to do it. That's it for me today. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you check out uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. They're playing Nebraska this Saturday. So watch that game, see what Coach Prime does. I hope they win. But you know, I'm sure there's some Nebraska fans out there that Nebraska fans out there that are like, absolutely not. I hope Nebraska wins like 50, but that's why that's why sports are great. We can all commonly have our own fans that we choose our own teams that we choose to be fans for. Um, so thank you all. Make sure you like, subscribe, listen, share this with a friend, with a family member. I appreciate y'all so much. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.